And hello, we are back. Welcome to the High Button Podcast. Which button is it? It's the high. We are at April 1st. Have you made a joke yet on anyone? A fool? Mm, Have you no, fooled anyone? I haven't fooled anybody today. Uh, it's a Saturday. The year's 2017. I still don't know if I should be looking at that camera. Don't look at it. Did it, you watch it, it? I didn't watch the last episode. Did you watch the video? Move yeah. Part of it, man. We're supposed to be like... I don't want to block this thing. No, move it that way. Oh, this way. Okay. Yeah. Um... I don't think we should be looking at the, the camera because if we look at the camera, then it looks like a talk show. Is it? It's not. A, it's, a, it's a podcast. So isn't a, isn't a, a videotaped podcast just a talk show? What? I don't know. I don't know the rules. Let's make the rules and say no. It's a podcast being videotaped. It's whatever we want it to be. It's just the angle that it's... Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Um, uh, okay, right. yeah. Episode 26. 26? 26. Wow. It's it, we've come a long way, but not really. Um, I like your jersey. Oh, thank you, um, Tracy McGrady. Yeah, he got announced. Uh, he's going to be a Hall of Fame inductee this year. He's going to be in the NBA Hall of Fame, or is it the Basketball Hall of Fame? How does it is it is it all the same? I don't know. So can players from China be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame? If they play, it, I think it's the NBA Hall. So of it's fame. the NBA. But I mean. Like the best players like playing there. The best players in the world play in the NBA. So, so um, that just made me think of. I think that the coolest Hall of Fame would is is baseball because it's not called the Hall of Fame. It's called Cooperstown. Really, you didn't know that? No. For someone who watches as much sports as you, I'm amazed at how little you've learned. Yeah. It's uh, it is it isn't it is amazing. I just like watching the sports. Yeah, I respect that. But I mean, like. How many baseball games have you watched? And I guarantee you, you've heard them talk about Cooperstown at least mm. 50 times. I'm more When I watch sports, I'm more involved in the athleticism rather than the... Yeah, but the, I mean, if they're talking, you hear it. But do I? No, you don't. You know what I mean? I'm in my own world most of the time, especially when I'm you know, engaged in a, in a sport. That's true. I'm really in my own zone. Because when I'm watching these sports, I like to picture myself out there. Yeah. And I like to picture what I would do in these situations. Yeah, so I try to I try to stay out of the the head talk game when it's when the when the games are being watched. Yeah, the uh, that's a big thing with baseball. I find is I can't wait for baseball to start up. What are you doing? Don't mess with that. I'm just trying to move it. The um, oh yeah, today was the last preseason game for the Jays. They start Monday. Wow! So summer's coming. Summer's here. Summer's not here. It's around the corner. Yeah. Monday. Who changed the name of our Snapchat group to Nudes Only? Brody. Was it? Yeah. How do you know? Because I'm pretty sure he's the one that made the group. Is he? Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he made the group. Yeah. I doubt it was Brody. He doesn't seem like a group maker kind of guy. But, but back to the, the baseball. It I might have been Burke then. Can I f- Sorry, go ahead. Baseball. I find if you watch all the Jays games on the same channel, you and don't get me wrong, like the announcers do a great job. But, I mean, all those games you're bound to repeat a lot of shit so you hear the same stuff mm-hmm. over and over and I mean I'm not saying I could do better because it's a tough job the baseball announcer yeah yeah I think a, of all those games and the long games think about it they're basically doing how long is a baseball game four hours on average three and a half four I think it's three something so basically they're doing a three hour in a sense podcast with no every material. day with well, well the material they have to make the material up as they see it yeah. It's incredible. I bet there's a lot of prep that goes into that job. Same with hockey. Well, can you It'll be easier can, hockey, can, though. Can you prep that much for a baseball game? Because they play every day, almost. Yeah, that's true. I guess you can't. And I think the hardest part about that is 
commentating while the game is not actually going on. Because think, a guy swings, okay, he misses. Takes 10, yeah. 10 seconds to get yeah. himself back ready for the swing. That 10 seconds, you can't just stay in there and you know, you got to talk. They know a lot about these players. And they spend a lot of the time before the games down on the field Ask, talking yeah. to them. Getting stories. Yeah, that's true. Getting information. Donaldson had passed the Primavera today for lunch. He said that it helps us swing on Saturdays. <laughs> and, that, and then you build off that. Because if you think about it, there's not just one announcer. There's how many? How many are commentating? Three, four. They got. They got a guy down on the field. Uh, you know what? The Jays do it right. They do two. I don't like. You don't like two. Like, many. what's Doris Burke doing in the NBA? Do you like? Do you it need Doris? I like Doris, but do you need? Do you need someone on the floor? I don't think so. Do you like it when they have like Pierre Maguire down in between the benches? Do you I, like that perspective? I absolutely hate it. Okay, but do you hate Pierre Maguire or the perspective down there in between the benches? Both. Interesting. I like it. I like the guy in between the benches. I find it brings another element. And sometimes you get to hear um, an audio clip of like a, a player saying, like, you know, fuck you, buddy. And you get to hear it through the mic of Pierre Maguire. I kind of like that. Makes Especially you like, makes when, you feel like you're, you're really there. Exactly. And whenever there's like a scrum in between the benches or in between the whistles or something, Pierre's there to give an insight. I kind of like it. I don't know. It seems kind of. I think it's a great job to be in between those benches. Oh, it would be a great job. I'd love to do it. It's just it's weird. You don't like listening to it? Hockey announcers are probably the worst mm. out there. I got to give them some credit, though. Like, I, I, ter- I agree with you. It's very hard to be a good announcer in any sport. Yeah. Because everyone thinks they can do that job. I feel every single person that listens to an announcer, wh- whether it's swimming, polo, hockey, football, whatever the hell it is, I feel every single person thinks that they can do that better and they get a little oh, bit no, annoyed Oh, no, I'm not saying it. I could do it, but... Just like George Costanza in that episode. Well, that's not really fair. He, he asked if he could be the announcer for the New York Yankers and Yankees. And then Jerry goes, well, I think they usually give that job to ex-ball players. And, well, that's not really fair. <laughs> I feel like that is the mindset for a lot of people watching sports. And they just get a little jealous. I'm what one are, of them. What are your thoughts on all these former players? They all get like office jobs with their old team. Yeah, and if it's if it's not like a hockey related job, mm. what the hell does yeah. like Brendan Shanahan know about? I'm not. He's a bad example because he actually has a job, but it shows. It's you know what I mean. It's like yeah, but who else are you gonna hire? That's my someone question. who's That's, someone who knows how to work in an office. Well, okay, well give me a pos- give me a give me a office position in a hockey organization that you don't think an ex player would know how to do in the office head of marketing okay yeah i agree that like head of marketing yeah but when it comes to like the scouting and things like that and that's put what a, I put mean. a hockey player yeah there. no that's fine i agree with that and, and even like head of hockey operations i understand hockey development that. but but like they're starting to branch out a little more what are they starting to do like just like just like team advisor I, i'm not sure what that does mm. i don't know but team i feel like they make up i think they make up positions for these guys yeah i wonder if that has a lot to do with where older players go like, you know, uh, where did Broder end his career? And now he's in, I think it was St. Louis. And now yeah. he's in St. Louis as the the head goalie coach. I wonder if they ever like, okay, well, if you come play for us for the last three years of your career, we'll give you a job after. Because he could get a job in New that Jersey. That had something to do with Metal World Peace going back to the Lakers. I think. Did it? Yeah. Who else? Uh, the guy from Miami Heat, the tall guy. He was in the Fab Five. Um, Howard? Tall guy. He played for Miami. And well, now he's not I'll- there. But now he's an assistant coach. Juwan Howard? No, no, I forget. It might be. I forget his name. Anyways, I just I've always wondered if older players looking to retire soon enough look for that little extra piece of the pie in a contract. Like, okay, yeah, I'll play for you for my last three years. Give your younger guys a little bit of veteran experience, but I want a job when I'm done. 
Why not? Why not? Yeah. I'd do it. Um, Let's take a complete 180 here. I think that you can learn a lot about a person by how long before their stop they ring the bell on the bus. Mm, wow, that was really, that was a very good thing. Some to, people are great. anxious. I was on a bus the other day, mm-hmm. and the main reason of this bus is to take you to the SkyTrain station, A to B. The next stop was the SkyTrain station. So you know, so you know the bus is stopping. Yeah, there's like 30 people waiting to get on the bus, and 30 people waiting to get off. As soon as we leave the stop, before I see a lady go for the bell, I almost grabbed her arm. I was like, mm. "No, that's too much." Well, when I see a person do that, and especially in a situation like you just said, I think of um, an unexperienced individual. Um, how old was this lady? It was tough. I was behind her, but judging by her attire, I'm going to say 50s. Okay, so she's experienced. If you're 50 years old, you know what you're doing. You're not least. just riding the yeah the B train. Or but, the, you know, 50, 50 is that age where – actually, no, 50 is not that age where you start to get nervous over everything. No, I think the older you get, the less nervous you get. I think the older you get, the have you ever seen an old person drive? They're so nervous. An old person just walking down the street, they get nervous. They don't like being by themselves. They get hesitant. They are they overthink situations. I think you're thinking of old ladies who have been nervous their whole life. No, definitely not. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I think every old person is nervous. Oh, I can... well, maybe not like old people in a retirement home because they know they have it good. People are going to take care of them. No, I disagree. That's okay to disagree. That's the one we're here. You know how many old men are out there? And old women. They just don't give a fuck about anything. A lot. No, a lot. They may be slow, but that's not because they're nervous. It's because they got old joints. Well, I think we talked about this before. Like, once you reach the age of 60, maybe 70, it's like, fuck you. I'm doing what I want. Yeah. You know, it's my turn. I'm on my way out. Give me a break. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, the early, the early premature ring on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that, you know, it's it, it, it really all just depends on the stop. It depends if it's a busy stop coming up. It depends if it's not a busy stop coming up. If it's not a busy stop and you know someone's not going to be there to get, you know, actually off the bus. Interesting. Yeah. I usually see me personally, I leave it for the kids. Kids love to ring the bell. And if you see a kid on the bus, you know that you're getting off the same stop. Just let them ring the bell. That, that let them have that. There aren't a lot of kids riding taking the bus to get onto the sky train at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, 8.30 in the that's morning. That's a whole different subject. Yeah, that, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, We have a fan question. Fan question. From uh, Alex Burke. Alex Burke. This isn't... Uh, Why are you clapping for Burke? He's... This question... Oh, Burke. Thanks, Burke. It's not... No, our normal type of question is not very in deep. It's pretty straightforward, but given the time of year, it's very appropriate. Who do you got in March Madness? And I'm letting you take this one because I happen to know something about you and well, you're going to have trouble answering this question. I don't know who was in. The, I don't know. Who, is it so it's Final Four? Coming How many out? games did we watch? I, I didn't watch, what is it, the Sweet Eight or the Final Eight? I didn't watch uh, I didn't watch it. I know UCLA lost and that's all. Just wait, Final Four 2017. Who do I think is going to win? I guess basically I don't follow college basketball. So I guess from this standpoint, I'm going to go from which logo I like the best. Oh, it was right there. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go with... Still working on it? 
No, I see it there. Okay, I'll go with uh, North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Was it because it's the first one you saw? No, it's because Michael Jordan. I like Michael Jordan a lot. What team did Michael Jordan play for? North Carolina. What team did he play for? The Chicago Bulls. No. What college team did he play for? Tar Heels. The North Carolina Tar Heels? Isn't that who he played for? Go back and look at the bracket, Justin. There are four teams there. There's not one Carolina, but there's two Carolinas. South Carolina. South Carolina, North Carolina, Gun, and Oregon. Oh, didn't I thought he played for North Carolina. Go to the... Just look at the seeds. Look at the seeds. Jesus fucking Christ, Justin. It's like watching paint dry over there. Oh, it's called the Elite Eight. No, that already happened. So yeah, South Carolina, Florida, North Carolina. No, Kentucky's out. Go up. Yeah, that's it. Uh, anyways, so you're going with North. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with South. Because I love an underdog. Love an underdog. When is it? Oh, know? they're playing right now. No, it's not. The Gon- game's on right now. Gonzaga, South Carolina. That being said... I'm a big fan of Oregon, so I'm going to go with Oregon. They have a great football organization. Have you ever seen the – they have a great uh, YouTube video of the football dressing room. I didn't watch that. Oregon. Sorry, who do you say you're going for? I'm stuck between South Carolina and Oregon because you love the underdog in South Carolina. But Oregon – I'm just an Oregon fan. Okay. I'm sticking with North Oregon's Carolina. Oregon's nearby. Portland. What's the score? Gonzaga's up by five. I do like Gonzaga too because I tend to. I don't care. Bad question, Burke. Burke, we love you. Grow up. That's all I'm going to say. What do we got next? What does it take to be the type of adult man who tucks the pencil behind the ear? Well, a lot of people think I've been tucking the pencil since I tuck. I'm a tucker. Walk around work. Mm. Don't get a signature from someone. Mm. Pop it. Grab the sheet. So when it comes to the tuck, what do you think tucks the most easiest? Pen, pencil, pen. Interesting. It's usually wider. You can get a wider pen. And it's usually got a clip on it. The rubber is a little, or the plastic is a little bit more grippier than the pencil. The pen. Well, who really has a wooden pencil these days? A lot of people like to throw it back, believe it or not. Look at those pencils over there. I got a bunch of them. Yeah, but Sarah just bought those for one particular reason. It was a draw. Well, sketch. they're still manufacturing them is my point. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to me, what type of individual does it take? I think it takes two professions. One, a coach. Two, an accountant. Those are the only really professions that I can see at this moment in time that would like to have a pencil or pen in their ear. But then I'm again, an, a construction I, I worker? Oh, see, that's why we're a good team. Yeah, a construction worker. So that's three. like a mechanic. Anyone that works with their hands. So the, the, I'm sure it could be a broadened list. But at this particular, you know who pulls it off really well is the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. And well, you know what he does? He pulls a 360. He'll put it up in his, do we have a pen here? So you have a hat on. He'll put it at a degree and put it not behind his ear, but up in the hat. Smart. How smart is that? I wonder and, if he ever draws on the side of his head like he. No, no, because it is an old school pencil. 
And he has he has darker hair, so that's he risky. He's did. in the heat of the moment. Yeah, he's got one of those. Yeah, but he does the pointy end out. I've seen from time to it time. It doesn't matter. He snaps it. What do you do? But nonetheless, does he have, does he have a pencil guy, a pencilman? I, I'm just gonna get past this and finish my point. It is smart that he tucks it up into the hat because he's a he's a defensive coordinator. He's running around on the sidelines. He's moving. He's adjusting. He's an active guy when it comes there. And if you're just putting your pencil behind your ear, it's you know it's it's floppy. I feel so like it has that insurance with the with the with the hat. Yeah, Anyways, I'm surprised thought, they have pencils. You'd think he'd be like a marker and board sort of guy. Yeah. What are they? Yeah, because they have those big. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is like a, a marker because they do have those big laminated play sheets. You can't fit a marker under your hat, bro. Mm, if it was loose. How big is a marker? Sharpie? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say Sharpie. But you'd notice it was a Sharpie. You wouldn't get the Sharpie mixed up. With I'm that. pretty sure it's a pencil. Pencil in the ear is an ex- another experienced look. What do you think is a more experienced look? Toothpick in the mouth or pencil in the ear? They, they represent completely different things. Pencil in the ear means you're about your business. You're, you're working on something. Mm-hmm. You may not be good at it, but you're working. You got something mustered up. You're, you're working on something. You're trying to become a better... You're doing something. something. Toothpick can can be used as a fashion. Yeah, it shows attitude. It shows maybe a little douchebaggery. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. And since this is, I didn't even do this on purpose. This leads me, unless you had something else to say with the pencil behind the ear. No, I finished what I had to say regarding the topic that we just brought up. I'm a big fan of the mechanical pencil, by the way. Anyways, the mechanical pencil—that's the flatter pencil, isn't that? No, Justin. The one that you put the lead in and you click it? It's like a pen? Oh, but have you ever seen the pencil that they draw on wood? It's yeah, like a thicker, carpenter's flatter. Pencil. Yeah, carpenter's pencil. That's a great pencil. My dad has a ton of those laying around the house. Does he tell him to send some up? He sharpens it with a knife. Tell him to send some up. I'd love to get one. You can't put them in the sharpener. Fan or no fan of the old pencil sharpener. The old school pencil sharpener. The Oh, the one that's loud at the front of the classroom. You got to get up and get in front of everyone. And yeah, I remember that one. Wait, the electronic one? No. Or the one you do no, manually? No, the old school. The old school. Yeah. It was always plugged up in the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's always a loose screw, so yeah. you had to like hold it up. Yeah, to hold it. <laughs> it never sharpened a pencil. No, it didn't. What was out of the three, the electronical, the one that's on the wall, or the mini one? What's your favorite? They were all terrible. The electronical one kind of made you feel like a badass. It was just like, you know, I got something. I got a machine sharpening my pencil. See, wouldn't the old school one make you feel like a badass? You get all that metal in there, and you're nah. I, I honestly, that was my least favorite because it was all like you just said. It was always broken. There's yeah, that's, always something. It was wrong like an adventure it. every time. Though. It was always sometimes it would not sometimes most of the time it was full, and you could never get your pencil sharpened. So you have to empty it, empty it. All the pencil lid would fall all over your jeans for the school day. And then you'd have to empty it, bring it back, clip it in. You can never clip it in right. You always have to like move it, adjust it, then get it in, then start sharpening. And then it would never sharpen. I had a lot, a lot of bad experiences with those on-the-wall sharpeners. So what was your favorite? Does mechanical count? Big Me- mechanical guy. Mechanical pencil. Oh, no, I, I meant what's your favorite sharpener? It's it's obvious that the the electronic one worked the best. However, in school... I didn't want it to work very well because then I had an excuse not to do my work. Mm-hmm. So I'd go the old school. And plus you get to walk to it. Mm-hmm. You get to make the noise. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, believe it or not, my favorite was the little one. The little one did the job the best. The best? 
I think so. Because you had the most control over it. It was so small. Boom, boom, boom. Really small. You had the most control. And it had nothing, uh, you know, like you said, the electronical one most of the time. It would do the good job. But there was definitely that percentage in there, maybe 10, maybe 20, that it didn't do the job. And I knew that 100% of the time that little manual one would do the job. And it did. I'm telling you, the, the best pencil sharpening tool is a knife. You know what's really awkward? The first like two. You're just gonna ignore that. Sorry, oh, so you see, I didn't hear what you said. The best p- pencil sharpening tool is the knife. It works, yeah, well that goes it works, back. It works the best. That goes it's, back. It, but they made all these instruments to replace it. They never did. You're telling yeah. me you can't sharpen a pencil better with a knife than you can with one of those sharpeners? Well, it's like you can't bring a knife to school, kind of thing. So maybe that's how that got penciled. Yeah, out. but doesn't anyone really enforce that rule? <laughs> you're here in class. You just whip out a. <laughs> um, you know, you know what was really awkward the first two, maybe even three weeks of school was asking to use the washroom, or just getting. I just got to use the washroom. It was because you didn't really know anyone in your class. I always found that really odd, and I did it at least twice every class and every grade I went up. Twice maybe a not. class. Twice a class, beginning and end. Always. It made the time go by quicker. What was yeah. your biggest excuse of getting out of class in high school? Excuse? Yeah, no, not excuse. Like, like there was always a time where I was in class and I just need to get out of there, just walk around, and you need an excuse every time. Mine was just the washroom. Was yours yeah, just the washroom? Yeah, it was just the washroom. Well, some other people like to. I got to go to the office and give the principal a piece of paper. There's always excuses that you can come up with. I just thought maybe you might have. I didn't go to a lot of classes in high school. Went to very few classes in high school. Very few. What was the original question? Been no fan of the old school pencil sharpener. Oh, okay. You asked me one of the greatest questions I've ever been asked yesterday. I've been known to do that from time to time. Well, we all know what sign language is. Is sign language a language or is sign language different in every language? Well, that's the question I had is if I'm in Italy and I learn sign language in the United States of America or in Canada... Can I go to Italy and still order a pizza in the same sign language? Well, the pizza maker would also have to be no sign language. I think it's one language because it's like check. Remember the check. I don't think that's a. This is Apple. What? Think it's Apple. That's Apple. Pretty sure it's Apple. You sure? Apple. Stop doing that. It's Apple. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna say yes. It is. If anyone's listening to this and they could give us a little feedback, let us know. I'm not going to Google it. I'd just like you to let me know. Or Tommy. Um, yeah, that, that's a, it's, I've always wondered that. Not always. The past like two months I've wondered it. But I, I'm, I think it's its own language. Because that's like, you got to remake every language but with your hands. Yeah. I feel like Italian sign language would be a lot cooler though. A lot more fluescent. I feel like Italian sign language would be very, very aggressive. At the bar, but at the bar. Yeah, maybe you're right. What do you think would be the coolest sign language? Other uh, accents in sign language. Oh. Like the Italian accent might have a little like oomph at the end. Yeah, like a little pinky swing <laughs> or something. Like a pinky swing could like... <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That's a great question. When we go to Italy, we should find that out. Or when we go anywhere else in the Why world. Why Italy? I just, I just, Italy fascinates me the way they talk and the way they communicate with one another. They're good talkers. Great talkers. Great influencers. Yeah. What else do we have? 
You know what it's time for. What's it time for? You know what really pushes my buttons? What does push your buttons? When people justify their bad habits by saying, well, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Oh, like uh, smokers. Like smokers. Like, all right. I'm looking at the camera for this one. Listen, that's not an excuse. If you have a bad habit, like I do, just admit you have no self-control. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> if you're smoking and you're saying, oh, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Yeah, but now tomorrow you could get hit by a bus or you could get lung cancer. You're just adding to the chances of you dying. Mm-hmm. It's, it drives me crazy. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no problem with me. You guys are crazy. Well, you might as well live life. Yeah, I want to live life. That's why I don't smoke. Have you ever smoked a cigarette? Yeah, in my whole life. Probably like three times. Did you like it? No. Terrible. Didn't like it. And it was just... No. Have you? No. Never? Not once? I've probably secondhand smoked at least three or four packs in my life. But you never had a puff of a cigarette? No. Are you saying that because your mom might watch no, this? No, I don't. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't. I just... I haven't. I just... What about like a, like a cigarello? Like a cigar? Like Cigar, yeah. Like but those, no. Those, the, yeah, yeah, I have. The little yeah, tiny yeah, ones? Yeah, the little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, they're not that bad. I don't mind them. I don't smoke them, but... I don't smoke anything. I just moved to Vancouver, and I haven't smoked weed since I've been here. It's good. Hmm? Or bad. Is mm-hmm. it good or bad? I can't decide. It's, it's not like I did it on purpose. I just haven't been around. Well, it's everywhere. Like it's, unbel- it's, every- it's on every corner. For every Starbucks, there's a dispensary. Well, I've never been a big weed smoker anyways, but I do enjoy... Like With baseball season coming up, I'm going to have to. Nothing like Sunday. What's the name of that team again? The Montreal Canadiens. The Toronto, Vancouver Canadiens. Vancouver Canadiens. No, I'm not going to go to a game still. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, when the Jays are playing, if I get nothing to do on a Sunday, mm. I, I hope the weather is nice this summer. That's all I want to do is watch baseball in nice weather. It's all in drink. That's it. That's what life is, watching baseball in nice weather. Does Halifax have a big... They don't have a big baseball league, do they? They no. play at the Commons, right? The, no, no. There's the Senior League. That's the best. Like the, the Dartmouth big, Dry. And that's as big as it goes. Yeah, and they're decent, but I mean, senior baseball is a lot better than like senior hockey and yeah stuff. But it's still, I mean, it's still just people who used to be good at baseball. We still have to hit up that. Uh, we should see if that's like going right now is the horse racing. Didn't we look that up last episode? Yeah, but we didn't look up the schedule. We just looked to see if it was here. Didn't we look? I thought we, we didn't look up the schedule to see when it started. No. Are you a fan of schedule or schedule? Me. Yeah, schedule. You like to pronounce your syllables. You say Toronto. Do you think I have a maritime accent? A little bit. Yeah, you even do. though you're from the maritime. You say too. a boat. I say about. Someone at uh, the NOM yesterday like said, "Are you from the Maritimes?" And I was like, "How do you?" You do. You do have a bit of one. Um, Why? Because I say a boat. A boat. Yeah, that's a big one. A um, boat. The only s- the only one I say is car and bar because I honestly cannot hear the difference. Say that again. Car and bar. Car and bar. I guess we say that weird. I cannot hear a difference. I usually change my accent depending on where I am. Car and bar. No. Like, I don't, like, it's not a, like, he's not the coach of the, or, I mean, it's not the coach, it's a couch. Coach. But we say coach. I say coach. I know you do. What's another, excuse me, what's another maritime thing you would say? A boat, coach. Anything with that accent. Oat. Out. Out. I'm going outside. I'm going outside tonight. Outside. I'm going out tonight with the guys. I'm going out. Yeah. 
Out. We say out like the owl is bigger. Oat. No, we say oat. 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 I'm going out. We tonight. say outside like outside like oats like oatmeal. What about boat? I'm going on the boat tonight. Well, that's what boat is. A boat is boat. boat. It's not called a bout. A bout. It's a boat. I feel like you're not picking up any of this. I shit. am picking this up. I just, I'm trying to sing it. I'm trying to say it enough to. It was funny because I noticed you said Toronto a lot. Like Toronto? You, you, mentioned the, you mentioned the T-O at the end. And I was watching a show the other day and it was someone in Toronto. Yeah. And they said, you can always tell who's not from Toronto because they say Toronto. Toronto. They say they get they drop a syllable. They oh, drop the T. So they just go N-O. It's Toronto. Like, it's like Toronto. It's like one... I'm going to see the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Yeah. That's true. I do say Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Toronto this weekend. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, um, I got to find a quote. What's the quote? Let's see. There was a couple good ones today on Instagram. You screenshotting these? I have not been. I should be. Get your. I'm not even asking you to write them down. Just screenshot. Come on. Give me a quote. The best <laughs> You got one already that the, quick? The best thing twenty seventeen taught me so far is don't force relationships with anybody. If they wanna FWU <laughs> that means fuck with you, they're gonna act like it. Words mean nothing. That's the quote. That's the quote. I think quotes that are old that are How did twenty seven how did twenty seventeen teach you that? Oh you fucking idiot. I hate this guy. It's been four months in 2017 so far. January, February, March, April. Yeah, four months. It's been months. three months. It's been three months and this guy already got The best that. thing 2017 taught me so far is don't force relationships with anybody. If they want to fuck with you, they got to act like it. Words mean nothing. Quotes That's, that are that there's not. That doesn't even... like. The, the, and then there's two surfer signs. There's two hands. I don't understand. People that can create quotes that are longer than... I don't think that's a so, quote. So, I think a quote has to be a little bit shorter than so, that. Yeah. So on January first, you're quoting what 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 happened at midnight on December thirty first to cause you to go oh shit. He probably realized on like a New Year's Eve party, (laughs) you know, someone he just didn't mess with anymore. That I don't know. It was probably New Year's Eve. What happened though? A lot of stuff. Probably couldn't find a girl at midnight, and he's like, these girls don't want to fuck with me. Yeah, that's a great. That's probably what happened. So GT underscore Cooley underscore BW, I don't like you. 2017 is going to be a long year. All right, we're out. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one.